0: So, yeah, I can be a pilot. At the Air Force Academy, I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit, you have some perseverance. But I tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life, that's just the way you gotta compete. Welcome to Thin Air.
1: What's going on, everybody? It's the Fast Blow Average Podcast. It's me, Gamish, and we have Archie on the line as well. What's up, Archie?
0: Not much. Um, I'm a little bit worn out from this weekend.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, it was great seeing everybody. We were out there for the Army versus Navy game. Or Army vs. Navy. Air Force versus Navy. Look at me. I don't even know what I'm talking about. It was a great weekend. Uh, just beat the hell out of them. So that was fantastic to see. The brand is alive and well. We don't have to go into hiding after that.
0: Yeah, we already expended our meme last year when we lost to Army with the dumpster fire. So we really had nothing in case we lost. So thank you, football team, for keeping us alive, at least for the next few weeks.
1: Yeah, I mean, we still have, I mean, it was, I don't know why I thought that, maybe it's just because our season has been so brutal so far, um, With in terms of uncertainty with, like, quarterback and just kind of, play calling and management, but I feel like even though Air Force was favored going into this game, I just didn't believe it because it seemed like Navy was doing better, but then after actually yesterday when I got back, I went and looked at their record and I was like, oh, they kind of sucked already. I guess I should have known that. I mean,
0: they I think they had a better record than us, but they just hadn't really
1: played anybody.
0: Yeah, well... Our, our, uh, our, our strength of schedule was definitely better than theirs.
1: Yeah, up to this point at least, just by the virtue of playing FAU, but um no I mean it was a fantastic game I guess we'll just do a little bit of a recap of the weekend and kind of our experiences like it was cool I mean I I think last year we tried to do a little bit more but this year we uh focused on the tailgate we I guess thank you to everybody who came out that was really cool uh to see we saw a ton of flags in the stadium how many you said you counted like five
0: yeah, at one point I saw, I know there are more, but I saw 5 like being held up at the same time. So, that was awesome. Yeah,
1: that was wild. And then uh the the cheer team. I didn't we're big cheer team guys. Like I'm going to just go out on a limb and say I'm a big cheer team guy because they are <laughs> always working our stuff in there. So, if you're on the cheer team, shout out to you. Um they ran our flag across the field as well. It's just perfect and it works really really well when we're actually beating Army or Navy. So,
0: Yeah, that's kind of the whole uh, backing behind the brand, so we're hoping to take it full circle and beat Army in a few weeks. Yeah,
1: so we got in on, let's see, Thursday, and then we had kind of like, we we got to the Springs like in the early afternoon, went and visited, we had a delicious lunch at Colorado Mountain Brewery. Yeah, we did. I was, I don't know why I was expecting to see cadets there at like 2 o'clock on a thursday afternoon but there were no cadets there
0: <laughs> well i think it's just one of those things where when you you're just driving down 35 it's 35 right mm-hmm. i'm already 25 25 yeah when you're driving down 25 and you get past monument you automatically i feel like i could be 90 years old and i automatically feel like i'm a cadet again yep so it's like everything's on my schedule you know yeah. so if i'm there it means like i'm on a weekend pass or I snuck out, or um, O T F. You know what I mean. So you just kind of assume every other cadet's doing the same thing you are.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. The one of the biggest things, the differences last year that we had was last year for Army we had the party at the Thirsty Parrot. We didn't really do that this year. You sent out a late text, uh, or not a late text, but a late uh, message on our on our Instagram story, and. A lot of people showed up, but we didn't really. We weren't really social. We didn't really say hi to anybody. <laughs> um, so that was still cool to see a lot of people show up at Blondie's. I don't know if it was 100 percent us, but I'm just gonna assume that it was. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was one of those things that we were peeked behind the curtain.
0: We're like, we don't want to do a party this year. Maybe next year we will. Um, but we didn't just. We didn't find a venue that we were super pumped about. Uh, we wanted to make sure we did it right if we did do a party on Friday, yeah, and it just kind of came down to it, and it was like, well, we're going out anyway. We might as well just uh, see if the masses are going to go out as well, and, and we did a little late last-second deployed haps blast out on Instagram, and like you said, I think a fair amount of people showed up, or it was just coincidental, and we'll take the credit for it.
1: Yeah, but either way. No, that was cool, and then, uh, well, what we did do is we spent the better part of our weekend at Home Depot uh trying to build stuff for our tailgate <laughs> and then we realized that by the time we got to the tailgate that colorado's winds and weather just won't cooperate and so the tents that our bud light sponsors so graciously provided for us just didn't work out um as did a huge banner thing that we made
0: yeah we slaved away for probably i don't know at least two to three hours
1: well, two to three hours, but then but then it was like more so the trips like back and forth to Home yeah. Depot <laughs> that we were doing. When we could've I don't even know what we could have been doing. We probably could've just been like in the cadet area harassing kids or something. Um,
0: Kamish said it best at one point we were in the garage trying to figure out how we're gonna hoist this sixteen foot banner and he just mentioned like when two fuzzy majors try and get together to do something like this, you know it's probably not gonna go over well. And not only did it take of like 10 separate trips to Home Depot to at least come up with a game plan but weather was just not even in a, not even a factor so it had to be a perfect day for it to work and of course in Colorado fashion we had like 60 knot wins so yeah
1: well and that's another thing we so we got the picture and, and so this was all on like Thursday and Friday we were trying to set that up Saturday when we finally got there we got in a little bit late and uh, I know some of the Air Force media wanted to come around and, and like film our stuff. And they came over and we weren't even remotely set up yet, and they were kind of <laughs> like, "Yeah, we were looking for your guys' tailgate." Then uh, they didn't say like, "This is pretty disappointing," but you could tell that they were like, "Oh, well, like we thought you guys were going to do more." So, but then we realized that really all you need to have to make a great tailgate is basically beer and music. So yeah, yeah, that worked out. Really and we had well.
0: the bare minimums, and I was kind of thinking about this earlier. Our, tail, our tailgate itself kind of started like the Air Force Navy game started. Like, we said it was starting at 1130. We didn't have anything set up on time. We had about four people standing around drinking beer out of just the containers that they came in. Mm-hmm. And then slowly, small groups would filter in and then realize nothing was happening and leave. They were like, oh, this is kind of lame. And then finally, our uh, second car with, with a bunch of gear came in and then... Slowly, people got more and more comfortable approaching. And then by the end, there had to be over 100 people there slugging Bud Light and just beer bonging out of fighter pilot helmets. So it, it turned yeah. out to be a 35-7 win for the tailgate as well. But we started off
1: 7-0. Well, the fu- and the funny thing is that I brought up to you was we were looking out and there was actually, we got it sent to us on like Snapchat or something like that, but there was a, a tailgate going on that, was, that had a, an Army Navy play for second flag. And their tailgate looked better than ours, <laughs> and I was like, "And we, and ours was sponsored." So I was just like, "Oh, that's not a good look." But yeah, it ended up being pretty good. Um, so I don't know. I think next year, just like I don't, I don't know what kind of like improvements we can necessarily make. But I think that's really just the secret formula. Um, people did bring their own liquor. I saw a couple bottles of Jeremiah weed passed around, which was hilarious because uh, I saw there was like some some civilian people who were just kind of (laughs) like, didn't really know anything about it. They are like, why on earth would anyone drink Jeremiah weed? But, um, yeah, that was pretty funny. I do want to talk about the the video of the uh, not a cadet, he's not a cadet, drinking beer out of a fighter pilot mask. That's not even the first time we posted that, but this is the first time we've gotten any kind of blowback uh, we got a message from somebody. So, and it wasn't. Let's recap, they let's recap the
0: video first. Just so okay, people... yeah, yeah. So, yep, you want me to, to go into that. it? Yeah. So, basically, the idea being, if you guys haven't seen it before, we didn't bring them, although, although we were hoping people did. Um, mm-hmm. It's basically a, a, a fighter pilot helmet, and they're, they're really not that difficult to get. If you go through pilot training, and then you don't follow on to a fighter-type aircraft, you can just take it. And so what they did was they blocked off the portion that you breathe out of, the the valve that you breathe uh, excess air out of, or your exhale out of. So they block that off with tape and they poke some holes around the nose area for ventilation. And then they just put a funnel at the top of the oxygen hose and would just pour beer down into it as the person has the mask completely clipped to their face. So it's really not even a hose, it's just like a blast of beer all around your mouth. <laughs> and the best part about it is as they pour the beer in, if they pour too much and the person can't keep up drinking it, beer starts to kind of spout out of the nose holes. So we just had people kind of doing beer bongs with the uh, funnel, and obviously made for uh, a lot of entertainment for, for everyone watching. And then we posted it and then you can kind of talk about what, what ensued after that.
1: Yeah. Well. So, just to like go back into that a little bit, uh, you brought up the the best point. The first time I ever saw that, I was like, "Oh, they're pouring beer directly into the tube," and and you and I talked about it, and you were like, "No, they they put the beer bong in there, so it goes in, and it literally just looks like you're doing something cool." And I think you're right. I think that's what most other people actually do.
0: Meaning, you put the but, entire tube through. Yeah, the you put post. the entire
1: tube through. Yes. So it's literally just a beer bong that you're doing with a mask on but this one yeah it was just like there was no funnel so i'm sure that thing right now is crawling with bacteria and mold that got into like the ribbed yeah uh to me. <laughs> just disgusting someone probably needs to burn that but yeah so i took a video and put it immediately up uh on on instagram and we are friends at zero block 30 the barcel sports military podcast they they got it and they posted it themselves and that was cool. But then the big Barstool account, like the the one with like 5 million followers took it and they posted it themselves and so literally, and that was our buddy that I took the video of drinking out of it and so that was like 2 million people have watched him drink a beer. I was like, not that many people will watch me do anything <laughs> in an entire lifetime but basically, it took off a little bit. It got some traction. And we've posted a few of those before in the past. I, I think maybe because they thought it was a cadet. But we did eventually get uh, some messages uh, about their concern of the conduct of the person who was drinking out of this beer bong. And one of them was a mom who, it wasn't her complaining, but she was saying that apparently other parents, and I'm assuming that it was just in like a parents' like Facebook group kind of thing, Other parents were getting uh, outraged about it a little bit, and they said that they were going to contact somebody, and I, when I first got the message, or when I first saw it, I initially was just going to ignore it, because, I don't know, there's just nothing that really could be gained, but I was like, I'm curious, like, what is going on here? So I responded to the initial message, and I was like, where they basically said, hey, a bunch of people are getting really upset that you guys posted this video of a kid drinking beer, and I was like, that's hilarious. And they responded back, uh, are you graduates? Which is a weird question that people always ask us. Do you realize how much effort we would have to go th- to to provide you both a crappy, like, meme page, but also have the intricate knowledge? Like, you would have to be a <laughs> great A psychopath to really go to those lengths, but not actually make that good of, like, a product. Yeah. So um, so that was really funny. So I was like, uh, yes. And she was like, okay. That's good to know. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't a cadet. Apparent, like I guess a lot of other parents are mad, and they were going to contact somebody because they thought you guys were cadets. And I don't know. It would just be a really bold move for cadets to be posting some of the stuff that we do.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, I think it's just, I don't know. it's just hilarious because it just shows you can never really get away from that stuff. Like, like is somebody going to contact? I, I maybe it just comes back to the whole um, culture of maybe what people expect of cadets of the academy but nobody would be contacting an account from michigan like university of michigan that was posting a beer bong video at a frat you know it'd be like oh that's what they do so it's just like it's it comes back to the whole thing where it's like cadets are not real people they never do anything that normal people do and it's just it couldn't be farther from the truth
1: well i had a few a few of the things that i thought about so the the conversation that ensued after that was Also, I was like, cool, tell them to contact whoever they want at the academy. I was like, we're completely not affiliated. (laughs) (laughs) It'd just be really interesting. Like, hey, these guys, uh, they graduated from your school, like, a while back. Can you do something about them? And (laughs) I could just imagine, like, I don't know, like, one of the generals just being like, no. Like, what are you talking about? So that was one funny part. But then the whole other thing, too, is I'm just picturing these kinds of parents, and I'm like, I think what's really screwed up about it, and maybe I'm just kind of thinking about this on a little bit too deep, but it's like you're willing to send your kid to. So obviously, when I say willing, like these all cadets are grown adults. They are allowed to make their own decisions. Uh, your parents should have no bearing on your decision at that point. Uh, Especially
0: at the academy where you're getting paid and you have health insurance. Yeah, right?
1: yeah. I mean, you are completely your own person. So when these parents, I've hear and I've heard about it uh, for lots of times about parents calling AOCs and things like that. I, I, I can't even believe if I was an AOC, I don't know. I just, I probably just wouldn't even answer. But I guess that's not really an option. But the fact that you're willing to, ex- to accept the fact that your kid is going to a place where they could potentially enter a career field where they can die, um, you know, in combat, but it's somehow offensive that somebody's drinking a beer is just like the weirdest juxtaposition to me. And I just think it's hilarious. I would love to personally just meet the parent that, that wants to complain if there, if there actually is one. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't even know what I would say. I'd just be like, what's, what's your issue? Like, what are you going to do? Like, well, it's just, just, I'm a taxpayer. It's like, okay.
0: Well, thank you for your service. Mm-hmm.
1: I heard, um, I may have brought this up on the podcast before, but I've heard it's seven cents that every American pays, um, each person. So, yeah. (laughs) Uh, another thing that I found this weekend, and I have more stuff I wanted to talk about. Obviously I want to talk about the actual football game, but one thing that I learned this weekend, just, I don't even, I think I was maybe on the Falconry Instagram page. Did you know that we have like a really cute Falcon?
0: No, I did know that we had, well, I knew we had multiple Falcons, but I didn't know that they were, like, all different.
1: Yeah, so I saw this one. This one Falcon just caught my eye, and it was, like, <laughs> the only way I can describe it is I I posted, like, a Instagram story about it. The only way I can describe it is that it's a puppy, but as a Falcon, and not a <laughs> Falcon puppy, that's different, but it's just, like, the cutest little Falcon. It's got this little hook nose, his eyes are kind of crossed, and he's always got kind of bad hair but he's like adorable and his name's zeus and i want like seven of them i want like seven falcons now is he full grown i think so he's really little though and in one of the videos he was eating like a quail and the quails are like the same size as him so he's a little intimidating but that was the coolest thing i've ever seen it's badass yeah um so, and I posted all about that. So I think next time we go out there, I, well, this is this is one of my goals for next year. I will actually want to go start doing video content. And I think that's one of the places I want to visit is the Falconry House because I feel like that's one of the most. Oh, that would be fun. I feel like it's one of the most like out of the way things <laughs> at the Academy.
0: Not to mention it's like, I feel like unless you, is it a, what are they called? Falconists?
1: Falconers. Falconer, yeah, Falconers.
0: Unless they're a falconer. Like, to me, I would just see it. It was just like this shack in the middle of the woods near the obstacle, near that, like, ropes course. Yeah. But you never actually know what's inside. am assuming birds. Well, I would assume so, too, but it's kind of like the women's bathroom, you know? It's like you never know what's actually in there. There's probably, like, a couch and, like, a really nice little hangout area. Yeah. Lounge. Yeah, a little falcon lounge.
1: Yeah, so I want to do that. I want to go visit them.
0: But we may have just outed ourselves when Zeus goes missing next year. So
1: oh, I'll yeah, I'll steal Zeus. We'll have to delete this. Yep, we'll delete it. <laughs> um, actually, I should have just done what the uh, one kid does with the, tying the popcorn around the shoelace. <laughs> just take Zeus. I was,
0: I was gonna mention that. I was a little disappointed this year at halftime. There was like, I don't even know if it was a cadet. It may have been a graduate that was doing it. But we used to have. I don't know if it was this. Was it the swim team? I think it was the baseball swim. Team? It was either
1: swim or baseball i know yeah, that's like well, a weird thing to mix up but it just <laughs> i don't know
0: they would be down right against the wall with the bag of popcorn on a string trying to confuse the falcon and yeah we need i needed that
1: yeah uh did see the spirit cheese wasn't as big of a thing at this game as games in the past uh we brought our own spirit cheese in mm-hmm. and we were not in the cadet section we were in the regular section uh, we had a piece land on the field. Had a few hit some children. Yep. Uh, so I probably that's we'll, we're gonna have to delete that. We're probably wanted for assault right now, <laughs> uh, assault with a projectile. But yeah, we were throwing spirit G's. Uh, very very cold. But the game itself, um, I mean, like we said, it was awesome. Navy came out, drew first blood, and Hammond just settled into the position. I think he played well. I think he. You and it was what was cool about it was you could see him settling down in my opinion, because it looked like he had nerves right out of the gate. He had a rollout pass towards the right uh to the right and it was just like a ten yard pass that was supposed to be just like pretty routine and he threw that way low. And then it was like after that he just regrouped and settled down and he was passing well to uh Ronald Cleveland really well. He was he was playing great. Um and then we had a good variation uh, with Cole Fagan running. And uh, what I, I can never say the kid's name, but it's like the Weeks Pack guy. Vegas Pack. <laughs> Everyone says it different. I don't know. But he played great. Um, I, it was just great to see.
0: Yeah, my, uh, we, we already talked about this before. But the biggest thing that I was happy with was just the patience. And you can tell that Hammond is super Super diligent about what he does. Diligent's not the right word, but he's very decisive in what he does with the ball when he's when he's running the option. And there were very few times where if he pitched the ball, we didn't gain at least four four yards at a minimum. And what I could what I really loved seeing was how when he would be swinging out to the right or the left, and that first defender's kind of trying to make that decision of do I go for the ball or do I go for the uh, the the tailback or whatever we have on the other side is he was really good about kind of making that defender make a decision and he would force the issue by either stepping towards him or stepping away. And then based on what that guy does, does is how he would make his decision. And that might be like day one stuff running the option, but he was so diligent about it that it was just like, it was so easy to see as a spectator that you knew exactly what he was doing.
1: Yeah. Well, my, the only issue that I had with him uh from the very start was it seems like and and he might not be able to it seems like he has never tried to actually get to the outside like get to the outside of whatever dvs uh step up and and kind of slide to him he always just tries to either keep it inside or actually make that pitch or even throw so i was concerned that he was kind of limiting himself limiting himself um from actually getting to the outside and really taking it himself. But he is such a big guy that he's really able to um, to be patient, like you said, and and make some yards from the inside. So that's been perfect to see. And that was how he scored his touchdowns as well on his running touchdowns. He didn't really have to work it all the way to the outside. And sometimes I think that that's, that's the beauty of it is because there's such a – there's such just kind of like an eyeball test when it comes to the option, I think, that it, when it's like – you have to be able to sell it just as well as, you know, you can actually run and and do it and play it out athletically. Like you have to be able to sell it as well. So, I think he's doing a great job with that. I think I know that Brett Bridgeman from the Colorado Springs Gazette, he tweeted out and said that Air Force has found their starting quarterback. I'm not really ready to uh to crown him right now. I think he has a really, really bright future. Uh, with with us for the for the rest of his career at air force. but at the same time i th- i still think Ariane is a great quarterback um and I, I don't know i i just i don't know if ex- exactly if he's gonna be able to finish out the season. this is obviously the most success that we've seen in a game, but that's also just a combination of everybody everything coming together. It's not just a quarterback. so
0: yeah, our defense looked like obviously we're playing a, a, a team that we're that's running an offense we're much more used to, but uh, our defense obviously looked much improved from previous games so that was obviously a huge factor i mean other than that 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 drive that gave navy the seven nothing lead i mean they really couldn't generate much offense at all
1: yeah yep yeah, well um i don't know so now we roll into san diego state and we still have a few weeks left i i was looking at army schedule they don't really have any big tests necessarily uh, coming up, but I I do think that they're going to be um, a challenging school to play. Just at least based on how they've been doing, and and may, it's just like each week that they win a game, like when they beat Hawaii, it's just like I feel like it's a fluke. But it's I'm starting to kind of believe in them. And so we still have to take on San Diego State, UNLV, and then we have, and this is a little concerning, Boise State right before we take on Army. And so uh, Boise State has Mark Ripon's son um legendary quarterback his sister believe it or not was in the lingerie football league when that was around uh she was a quarterback as well and so we're gonna be taking on some some decent teams and so hopefully as long as we can avoid injury that kind of thing we've got to go play at army uh which not to be negative or talk down on service academy football but i home field advantage when it comes to like dealing with crowd noise and stuff not a huge factor when you're going to play somebody like army you know how big is their stadium so? really No. Oh.
0: i mean it's not like the massive stadium i think it's just you're not in your home element
1: yeah but it's like i mean I, I don't know if you felt it at all but after this weekend leaving altitude getting back to some normal normal altitude you can feel the difference a little bit um i think that you know that's going to help out But I don't know, I think maybe when it comes to, like, top-level athletes, it doesn't really matter anyways.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty negligible, honestly. Uh,
1: Yeah. Yeah, only, Mitchie Stadium only has, uh, or is it Mitchie or Mikey? Mikey. Mikey Stadium only has 38,000. And Falcon Stadium holds 46,692, just for your comparison. Um... Yeah, but I, in my opinion, uh, not to say the season's shot. Obviously, we can turn around and we can win out and we can make a bowl game. But I, I just don't care. All I want is the Commander Chiefs Trophy back, and not just because our basically half the stuff that we sell in our store is based around the fact that we need to beat Army and Navy. But um, there's just no better feeling. Like, really, winning this weekend was it was a fantastic feeling.
0: Yeah it was and uh you kind of hit the nail on the head i was thinking about that earlier <laughs> and i think if we go back into the podcast archives to last year maybe the first podcast i don't remember but we're talking about expectations for air force football i've said it time and time again really at the end of the day i want to win every single game, be the best team that we can be and it might be the most ridiculous ridiculous like stretch in the world but to compete for a BCS championship. And obviously our schedule would have to change for that to happen. Our dyna- our entire dynamic and the way we coach and the way we recruit would have to change. And probably the academy itself would have to change in terms of commitment and things like that. But that's a whole other conversation. But that's like the number one goal. And then – but now it's just kind of like, okay, well, we already lost three games. Let's just win the damn Commander-in-Chief's trophy.
1: Yeah. Um I just think that looking back since I've really been a Falcon fan if you will, um since I've been really affiliated with the Academy, we've had a few top 25 rankings. And as cool as that is to say, it really had no effect on how the rest of our season turned out. And one of those years I think we played Oklahoma and we got up to like number 23 and it's cool to be able to say that, and it was cool to be able to play in a bowl. I think we played in, like, maybe, I don't remember exactly what the bowl game was, but to, it's cool to be able to play in a bowl that isn't related to the military somehow, but really what, what people remember is that we got to take the visit to the White House, and so, yeah, yeah. That's just really what it comes down to, and that's why it's so important to me, at least, is because I feel like that that's the ultimate bragards. Because that's the thing: if we get ranked top twenty-five, who are we gonna go uh, brag to? We're gonna go brag to Bama fans, like Air <laughs> Force, and they're just gonna be like, "Oh, okay." Or, or somebody who's ranked number like like one above us or one below us. so We got to go talk to like Baylor yeah. fans or something. Like, it's just is there's nothing about it that's really that appealing. Like, it's cool, but. Um, I think to even say that we would have a chance of contending for those, it would, first of all, it would take a lot more money, (laughs) is really what it comes down to. It's going to take, it would take so much money to get onto one of those programs. So I think that that's, if you were to do a breakdown of like a dollar for dollar, um, you know, how much we spend on our programs versus how much like Alabama spends and that stuff, we're probably up there with one of the most talented schools. Like, I think that pound for pound, we're one of the best teams. And I mean that not, just in the literal sense but just everything um, across the board in terms of facilities and school size and all that stuff we produce a a constantly competitive football team and that's I don't know that's a really impressive thing
0: yeah to be able to do. That's a good so. point I mean like I said everything would have to change for that for BCS to be an option you know I think we would have to get rid of commitments we would have to make it more like there's a pipeline for athletes there's a pipeline for students and then there's a pipeline for athletes that also want to serve in the military and i know a lot of the (laughs) graduates especially from the past would like roll in their graves if they heard that but that's really what we would have to do and i i don't think that's out of the question 10 20 years from now i mean everything's changing we need less people in the military now due to technology and the way we run things so I, I think it's actually something that could be feasible in the future.
1: You know, that's that's interesting. I mean, I kind of want to call you crazy, but I also don't think that it's that crazy. Um, I mean, I, I think that if we got a little bit away, like maybe what they would have to do is kind of not spend any government money in that program, if that makes sense. Like if we were able to bring in guys and just use like private funds, because it is kind of weird too how we do muddy the waters. Like there's that blurred line between the fact that we are a government-run institution, but also a money-making, yeah. you know, yeah. team with sponsorships and paying coaches. Uh, like Coach Calhoun and N- Niematalolo and um, Munkin are all D- Department of Defense employees, and they're all making more than basically any other DOD employee out there. So. Yeah, I I think as much as it just sounds weird to say that we could get to an era like that, um, it is possible depending on what they want. If I mean Trump wants military parades, what's better? What's what's a better parade than having Air Force versus <laughs> Navy for the BCS championship? <laughs> I think that's the best parade you can get. So me too. Imagine the flyovers. Oh man, we had some sweet flyovers this weekend. Yeah, we didn't
0: even talk about that yet.
1: Yeah, and we had a lot one, of people repping. So, yeah, that was really awesome. Uh, shout out Tim Jefferson. He was like, he was a little bit of like a mini celebrity when we were freshmen. Yeah, for us, because he was like such a money quarterback. He was so great, and uh, he was flying with that B1 crew out of Ellsworth, and um,
0: he was rocking a shirt, rocking the shirt, rocking got a the flag, picture of the flag. Yeah,
1: and then we had some dudes, uh, rocking the flag out of Nellis with the F35 crew. Yep. Uh, so I guess what that leaves is what was up with the C 130s and the Blackhawk, and
0: the A and ten
1: and, and the oh I forgot the A ten and the and C-22. the Osprey. Yeah, yeah. What's up with those guys?
0: We were like two for six. Maybe they were navy <sighs> Navy grads.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Still not bad odds. Um. Trying to think if there was anything else for like really over the weekend that was just ridiculous. There's some sub there's some stuff I wanted to say. Uh that i saw at the tailgate was funny but i'm kind of teasing that because i can't bring it up but (laughs) it has to do with just cadets being ridiculous but um now we gave away some cool stuff i think the raffle went pretty well i had a lot of people and what was funny is we gave away uh some things from bud light because our guys at bud light are so awesome but i said this people would come up and they were either really really cool and they were just like hey, man, like, can we, can we pay you guys or make, like, a donation? And then other people would come up and be like, so what's up? Why didn't you get more koozies to give us? I was like, what? <laughs> like, like, yeah, I can't drink this free beer if I don't have a koozie. <laughs> I was like, okay, sorry. I mean, it was cold, so. Yeah. I'll give them that. <laughs> yeah, so you, you have any uh, other finishing thoughts on the weekend?
0: No, I don't think so. We just kind of did a brain dump on this podcast. We'll uh... – Probably come back with a little bit more structure uh, for the next few, and we're just getting ready for army now, and everything's rolling. So I'm excited with the way everything went this weekend, and continuing to try and grow. Because honestly, it's like I think you would agree, it's this weekend every year where, or this past weekend every year, where we kind of get to see, you know, why we want to do this and why we want to continue doing this. Because <laughs> there was a few times we looked at each other, we're like, "This is pretty cool." Like we're actually getting people together. I mean, everyone has friends that meet up for like the whatever home game it is, whether it's Army or Navy. But I think it's, I think it's nice to be able to have a central location to go to, like a tailgate. Um, and I saw so many people like that would see, you know, somebody they knew from the academy at our tailgate that they hadn't seen in a long time, and it was just bringing people together. So it was really cool to see.
1: Oh yeah, without a doubt. I mean, it is. Like I said, just it's just one of the, it's one of those really surreal things, and this has been and running FNBA has been such a gift because, like I said, I I just never even thought I was going to be back to the academy within thirty years of graduating, and here I am, only a few years later, uh, you know, coming back. So it's it's been really cool, and it's cool seeing like all the different like generations of cadets. It's cool seeing how um, you know meeting up with people who are just like, oh, you guys are really funny, and they're like, I'm an 83 grad, I'm like, wow, I didn't know anything that we were saying was relatable to you. <laughs> yeah. and they're like, well, yeah, mostly not the internet stuff, and whatever, but yeah. Uh, so that was awesome, and definitely just appreciate everybody's support, and kind of, you know, buying our stuff, and, and rocking the gear, and all that kind of stuff, and and showing up, It's it's been just really cool. So, I'm uh, definitely really excited to do it again next year for ARMY. For sure. All right, cool. Well, uh, if you have listened this far and you don't own any of our gear, I guess I have to go ahead and send you over to fastneatbelowaverage.com. That's F-A-S-T-N-E-A-T-B-E-L-O-W-A-V-G.com. A-V-G. Um, that's where you can buy any of the flags, hats, shirts that you may have seen on TV this weekend uh, as we were beating the hell out of Navy. Go ahead and get some of that stuff. And uh, we're going to be coming out with some new stuff pretty soon. We haven't talked about it too much, but we've got to get some Christmas sweaters up there again, right? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, some Christmas sweatshirts, um, all kinds of stuff for, like, cold weather gear, and then just to kind of shake up our our gear list a little bit. So Uh, that's really all I got.
0: Sweet. See you guys on the next one. All right. So, yeah, I can be a pilot. At the Air Force Academy, I can be anything. Second, that's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit, you have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do now down all areas of life. This is where you gotta compete. Welcome to Thin Air. I